Now, don't hurt the Lord. Have I been so long a time with you, says the Lord, and yet you don't know me? I put 21st. I tell you that. Very reasonable. April 20th. Birthday. Yeah. I've got brand new carpet coming in. You can't do that. Yeah, by the way, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. $7,500 of the brand new carpet in the whole house. It's going to be a lot of fucking work. Okay? Down here, we move it over here, let the carpet here, we put it all back. That's going to be easy. Stairs in. That shit's a bitch, bitch. So, um, again, we're going to need everybody's help yes. carrying every little fucking thing. Yes. And I don't know if I can talk about it coming in three days where we can move all the shit out of the main room here and maybe out of a couple of the bedrooms and do that. Maybe, maybe that and then come back and do the other bedroom and my master bedroom another day. I don't know how we're going to do that. We're going to have to get with Brian and figure out, look, bro, you know, you, it's COVID. We don't touch shit anymore. Well, you and your fucking COVID. And you know, I need to figure out how, how to help me get this thing done. Because frankly, it should be your job having to do it. Cool? Yes. yes. Our Lord must be repeatedly astounded at us. Astounded at how unsimple we are. It is opinions of our own which make us stupid. Mm. See, I could have written this. Yes. When we are simple, we're never stupid. Isn't it funny? I ask you a couple questions, you always answer your own problem, and it's always a simple answer. Yes. And you're too stupid to see it. Yes. We discern all the time, but do you use your discernment? Philip expected the revelation of a tremendous mystery, but not in the one in whom he knew. He expected something to happen. He just didn't know it was going to happen through this guy he knew right here. This can't be, Jesus can't be the one. He's right here. He can't be the guy that's doing this. His miracles must be coming from some spectacular, you know, supernatural lightning bolt or something. It can't, can't happen through Jesus. I've been walking with him for three years. Yeah, I've seen some pretty cool shit, but we're talking about this real big miracle stuff. When does that come to, come to pass? You know what you know, Philip's problem was? He said, I want to see the Father. He goes, um, seen me? Yeah. Then you've seen the Father, dummy. Because everything I say and everything I do and everything I think is the Father. So if you want to see him, learn looking at him. Y'all want to see the Father? Hello? Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't have as much of, maybe he doesn't have a potty mouth, maybe. But other um, <laughs> than that, I think he's probably just like him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The mystery of God is not what is going to be. The mystery of God's now. We look for the present, look for it presently in some cataclysmic event, some lightning bolt event. We have no reluctance in obeying Jesus, but it's probable that we're hurting him by the questions that we ask. Mm -hmm. Lord, show us the Father. His answer comes straight back. There is, there he is. Always here or nowhere. Remember it says in Romans 8? It says, either the Spirit of God is in you or you don't know him and he don't know you. So if you're walking being led with the Spirit that's in me, which is in Christ in you, you'll know him. If you're in Christ in you, then you don't need to worry about it. 
Because you obviously aren't coming. We look for God to manifest himself in his children. To, I'm sorry, manifest himself to his children. God only manifests himself in his children. Not to them, in them. Other people see the manifestation. The child of God doesn't. We want to be conscious of God. We cannot be conscious of our own consciousness and remain sane. We can't be aware of how we only are in the moment. You ever had somebody look at you and go, did you just do that? And you go, yeah, I can't believe I just did that. Well, how would you like to be conscious? In other words, know ahead of time what you're just, the stupid move you're going to make next. And then go ahead and make it anyway. What he's talking about, as opposed to you have a conscious that don't know that what you've done and realize I'm going to change the things that I do. So I'm going to be conscious of what I'm going to be doing, which isn't consciousness anymore. It's a new track we're running on, right? Because yes. your consciousness is going to take you back to the shit you already know. Yes. Which probably is not a good thing for most of us. No. We want to be conscious of God. We cannot be conscious of our own consciousness and remain sane. We're asking God to give us experiences, or if conscious experience is in the road, we hurt the Lord. We have to see it so we can realize, I get it. God says, you need to get it. It's important. The very questions we ask hurt Jesus because they're not the questions of a child. They're questions of some wannabe know-it-all. Let not your heart be troubled. Then I am hurting Jesus by allowing my heart to be troubled. By continuing to let stuff bother me, even though he says don't. Is that hurting him? Yes. yes. It's kind of like you tell me you don't want to do something, then you do it anyway. You don't think it doesn't hurt me? You don't think it doesn't actually hurt you too? Yes. Kind of ruins your credibility, your integrity. Any honor that was going in your direction, God just flushes right down the toilet and go, no, I want to be a man of honor. I want to have integrity. I want, really? I, I sure as hell can't tell. And then the kids were this morning all broken, they were all, I mean, broken, crying and having a moment. And I'm like, well done. And they're going, he just said, fucking well done about this. Yes, you know what? Actually having a moment about being stupid, don't want to be stupid anymore. Well done. I'm not looking for you to be spectacular. I'm looking for you to turn your fucking ra- your, yourself around on the road and start going the right damn direction. Isn't this going the right, right, right damn direction? Yes. You recognize you fucked up? Isn't that a good starting place? Yes. yes. Then you don't go fuck up again. Isn't that the next right step? Yes. Well, hello. How's that not a bad? How's that not a good thing to me? And then I want to do what maintain with you, so you know. Amen. Do it again. Right? Yes. Let not your heart be troubled. If I believe the character of Jesus, am I living up to my belief? If I say I want Jesus in my heart, I want to love him, am I living my life in light of me wanting that, or am I just saying that shit out loud and actually doing whatever the hell I want to do and somehow thinking God doesn't care? I think Glenn and I both kind of told the last few weeks, that shit's over. So you ain't going to like, I think Eric wrote this the other day, you know, that was last night, she goes, uh, you know, God is going to take the Holy Spirit out of the way. Uh-huh. Not quite yet. But he that lets, lets, and in a moment he'll be taken out of the way, which means letting me, he that's hindering Satan, in a moment will be taken out of the way. That means he's going to give free reign to Satan to come in and really fuck with you. If you're fucking up now with him stopping him, what's it going to look like when he doesn't stop him anymore? What is your life going to look like then if you're already following him to some measure, drinking you're going to be selfish and all that me, 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 me. What do you think Satan's going to do with that? Have a heyday. I have 
to get rid. So I have to, I have to get to the implicit relationship that takes everything it comes from Him. I got to get into everything I do is what Jesus would say. I want to just say, what I, I told you that what what would you know, WWJD brace? Look how popular they were. Yeah. What would Jesus do? What would you, what would Jesus do? You got to shoot. You're not that young. WWJD? Uh, yes. In middle school, right? Okay, you guys have them. You're too busy fucking people to pay attention. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> WWJD, what would Jesus do? Grace, let's say he became a big fat. I told him a long time ago, WWJD doesn't do shit for me. You know why? Because by the time I'm doing it, I have to either be thinking about it or not thinking about it. So thinking is the, 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 the crux here, not the doing, right? Yes. Yes. What would Jesus do? How do you know if you don't bother to think about what it is he might want to do? So what would I do? What would Jesus think? And then what would he do after he thought about it? Right? That would be the, the track. No, we always like these little catchphrases, like, you know, like the little fishies we put on our, our, our cars and, you know, all this crazy stuff we do and want to pretend we're something we're not. Um, my old boy, Pete, my Agapito, um, had his Mercedes Benz and he had those fish in the back. He goes, yeah, I'm a Christian. They call this a fish for the Christian stuff. It's a piranha for me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, they don't know no better. <laughs> I have to get to the implicit relation that takes everything as it comes from him. God never guides presently, but always right now in this moment, he's guiding you. Realize that the Lord is here now, and then emancipation is immediate. Then all of a sudden, aha, you have this holy life right away. Amen. Or not. July 21st. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Poor in spirit does not mean poor. Poor in spirit means you have given up your rights to yourself. So frankly, you're poor. You have no, no consciousness of what you think you have or what you've got to have. You've decided to become poor. In light of, he became poor. He gave up his right to heaven. He became poor so that we might be rich. That's the kind of poor he's talking about. Will you give up? your rights to your supposed fantasy life to find the real life that he has for you. Blessed. Blessed means a supreme... What does it say? What was it last time? Blessed is supreme... Hold on. I'll tell you what the definition is. Blessed sacrament. So blessedness is like a supreme, supreme holiness. Why? Because he gave up his rights to himself. Mm -hmm. Beware of placing our Lord as a teacher in your life first. He's teaching me. I'm learning because he's teaching me. If Jesus is a teacher only, then all he can do is tantalize me by erecting a standard I can't attain. No matter what I try to do, I can't get there. Because he was never meant to be a teacher first. You think he can teach any one of you? It's pretty evident that hasn't worked, right? What is the use of presenting me with an ideal I can't possibly come near? I'm happier 
without even knowing it. Don't tell me what I can't do because I don't want to know. I want to go ahead and live my life and not be burdened with a feel bad all the time, right? I am happier without knowing what is the good of telling me to be what I can never be. To be pure in heart, for example. To do more than any than my own duty. To be perfectly devoted to God. I must know Jesus as my Savior. So he saves me from me, period. So now the Spirit of Christ in me can do whatever he teaches. Amen. The Holy Spirit bears witness, and then we know. Well, how did it get taught? You had to have the Holy Spirit inside of you to teach you. You can't have the Holy Spirit when you ask Jesus to become your teacher first. You only have the Holy Spirit once he saved you from your own bullshit and, uh, and invaded you with his presence. Then he can teach your spirit by his spirit, bearing witness from within. Where did he write the covenant at? Oh, oh yes. Inside of us, on our hearts and in our heads, right? Yes. I must know Jesus Christ as my Savior before his teaching has any meaning for me other than that of an ideal which leaps, which leads to despair. But I, when I am born again, the Spirit of God, I know that Jesus Christ did not come to teach only. He came to make me what he teaches I should be. By his Spirit bearing with witness of mine to make me, mold me, shape me by his track, not mine. The redemption means that Jesus Christ can put into any man the disposition that ruled his own life. His spirit can bear witness to you so you have the same exact life as Christ had. Amen. And all the standards of God gives are based on that disposition. All the teaching, all the standards are not based on you. They're based on his son being able to do that in you and that his spirit bearing witness with yours so you can follow. What a concept, huh? The teaching of the Sermon on the Mount produces despair in natural men. The very thing Jesus means it to do. It's supposed to make you sad. I can't get there from here. Good. You never could. You ever tell you, I can't do this. I've always said, oh, that's too bad. I always said, you never could. I don't know how. Good. I can't get there. Good. I tried it, it didn't work. Good. Why? It was never meant for you to try to do. As long as we have a self-righteous, conceited notion that we can carry out our Lord's teaching, God will allow us to go on until we break our own ignorance over some obstacle. Then, we're hopefully going to be willing to come to Him as paupers and receive from Him. Amen. Blessed are the paupers, the poor in spirit. That is the first principle in the kingdom of God. First principle in the kingdom of God. Where are we trying to get to? Kingdom. The gateway to the kingdom is you got to become poor and a pauper to get in the kingdom. As long as you got any pride, don't tell Danny his issue is humility. He still has, I, I, I'm not good enough, but I need to do this to get there. It's like it's never going to work. It's all about who? Him. Unless he humbles himself, he can't get there. The bedrock in Christ's kingdom is, in fact, poverty. Poverty, not possession. Not decisions for Jesus, but a scene of absolute futility. I don't know what to do. I cannot begin to even do it because you never could. Then Jesus says, blessed are you. That's the entrance that it does take us a long while to believe that we're poor. A long while to actually get humble and realize that I, I have actually become humble. I really don't want to do anything apart from Christ. The knowledge of our own poverty brings us to the moral frontier where Jesus can actually work in our life. Amen. To morally 
changed everything down to the very character of you. And then make that choice. Matthew 5. Verse 1. Seeing the multitudes, he went up to the mountain, and when he was sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they should be comforted. When you get to that point where you don't know what to do, and you're feeling bad, you don't do this, I got you. I'll encourage you, I'll comfort you in the middle of that. Why? That's why he sent the comforter here. Why? Because he knew what we were, he was asking us to do wasn't going to be fun for us to do. Blessed are the meek. That's those that are not humble to God, but now humble towards man. A meekness. You're not arrogant, prideful, and boastful. For they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy themselves. Those that give other people chances, then you will have chances yourself. Yeah. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they in fact will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If we're willing to be persecuted with him, then we will also rule with him. So I'm willing to be persecuted for his name. Say why? That I might rule with him. Amen. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great then is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which went before you. You ain't the first one. Get in line. Matthew 13, 11. Verse starting 10. The disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak unto them in parables? He just got done teaching the parable of, of the sower and the seed. And he goes, Why do you just why do you talk in parables? He answered and said to them, because it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, not them. I teach in stories and parables and analogies like I do. Why? Because it's given for you to know, not the people of the world. I'm trying to relate to you in a spiritual spiritual realm, heart to heart, not head to head. For whatso, for whosoever has to him shall be given. Who? He shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall even be taken away what he has. If you're not doing what you ought to do, he's going to take away what you got. If you're doing what you ought to do, trying to be a good steward with whatever simple thing it is, he goes, I'm going to give you more. You're going to be a good steward of what I've given you thus far. I'll keep giving it to you. But if you ain't going to put your effort in, count on one thing. You're losing everything. Therefore, speak I to them in parables, because they're seeing, see not. And hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing you shall hear, and shall not understand. And by seeing you will see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross. Their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes have they closed. Lest at any time that actually with their eyes they would see. And hear with their ears and should understand with their heart. And should be then converted or saved. And then I would be able to heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see. And your ears for they hear. For truly I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see. And have not seen them. And you hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. So hear you therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom 
and understands it not. Then comes the wicked one and catches it away, which that was sown in their heart. This is which those who receive the seed by the, by the wayside. So people hear the word of God, they don't get it, so he takes it away. Guess what? They won't even remember tomorrow because he's already stolen away, so there's nothing to ponder on. Then there's those that receive the seed in the stony places. The same is he that hears the word and, and enjoys it with joy and receives it. Yet he has not rooted himself, but endures for a little while. And then when tribulation and persecution comes, because of the word, by and by, his affinity falls away. He also that received the seed among the thorns is he that hears the word and the cares of the world, the deceitful of riches, choke the word, and he has become unfruitful. But he that receives the seed into good ground, an open heart, with an open mind, ready to receive and learn and grow in Christ, ministered to by that Holy Spirit, is he that hears the word and understands it, which also then bears fruit and brings forth some 100, some 60, some 30. John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees, his name was Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. Interesting. A Pharisee, one of the top Jews, is coming to see Jesus. The same came to Jesus by night, and he said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no man can do the, the miracles that you do except God be with him. We know this. Doesn't mean we're not trying to you know, cause problems in the street. We are. But we know who you really are. We just don't want you to be who you are because then we have to give up our position. We don't want to do that, but we know who you are. Doesn't that then make everything else the Pharisees did throughout all the rest of Scripture go, what a bunch of jerks, right? Yes. Jesus answered and said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. No matter how smart I am, how much a man of God I am, no matter what I'm trying to do, if you're not born again, you're not going to see what I'm talking about. That's why I say to you, if you're not born again, you ain't seen it either. So don't pretend like you are and say you're going to change all these things when you have no intention of changing because you know, wouldn't know what to change in the first place because you haven't been able to see or hear or understand. Nicodemus said unto him, How can man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which be born of the Spirit is Spirit. So marvel not that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it lifts, and you hear the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence or where it came from. And whether it goes, so is everyone that's born of the Spirit. The Spirit's coming. It's coming from one direction. It's coming. It's coming. It has an effect on you. You didn't know where it came from. You sure as heck didn't know where it went to from there. It didn't matter. Did it impact you? Yes. When the wind blows, does it matter which direction it's blowing? No. 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 <laughs> this picture that I don't know what I saw this picture of. It was a woman standing in, 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 in a wind, right? And it was blowing her hair back. Then in the next picture, she says, it all depends on what direction you're looking. She's standing the other way and it's blowing her hair this way. She can't see anything. Okay? So I guess it's all what position you take with what's coming at you, right? Yeah. I thought that was a great analogy going, yeah, how often do we get out in the wind and say, I can't see nothing because you're walking against the, you know, walking uh, uh, away from the wind. It's blowing everything you've got around so it's hindering everything you're going as opposed to getting in and taking part of that to further and prosper your life. What God's up. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how will these things be? Jesus answered and said back to him again, though, are you a master of Israel? 
and know not these things? Truly I say unto you, we speak that we do know and testify what we have seen, but you receive not our witness. Once again, I'm telling you what I know and showing you what I know and you can't get it because you ain't born again. You don't understand what I'm teaching. <laughs> Romans 1, verse 16. <clears throat> For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for the gospel of Christ is the power of God and the salvation to every one of us that believes. Amen. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. But I guess you'd have to have a first faith before you could have two faith, right? Yes. Faith to faith. As it is written, the just, those that are going to be just or just right in his eyes have to live by our faith. Ooh. Romans 3, 1. What advantage then to have a Jew? What profit is there of circumcision? Much in every way. Chiefly, because unto them were the committed the oracles of God. They, they have it all going on. They're the ones who do it away. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yes. Let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that you might be justified by the saints and might overcome when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness commend the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God then unrighteous who takes vengeance? He says, I speak to man. So if me doing the wrong things helps the other people do the right things, should, not, should I still be judged for doing it wrong? <laughs> Hell yes. Okay. Think God could have turned to men and given them the right thing to do without you? Yes. God forbid, how shall we then, God, judge the world? For if the truth of God has more abounded through my lie to his glory, why yet am I judged as a sinner? And not rather... As we be slanderously reported, as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come. Their damnation is justified. What then? Are we better than they? No, and no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understands. There is none that seeks after God. They are all gone out of the way, and they have altogether become unprofitable. There is none that does good, no, not one. Their throats an open grave, their tongues they have used as deceit. The poison of snakes is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, destruction and misery in their ways. In the way of peace, they've not known. And there is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, we know that what things swift the law says, it says to those that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped. We will learn to shut up. And all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, with the deeds of the law, there is no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin only. But now, the righteousness of God without the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by the faith of Christ, unto all and upon all of them that believe. Amen. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, so being then justified freely by His grace then, through the redemption that's in Christ, whom God has sent forth to be a replacement through the faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins Amen. that are past. Yeah, All of us. Through the forbearance of God, God given us that forbearance of looking the other way. Right? Yes. yes. To declare, I say at this time, His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of Him that believes in Jesus. Amen. For one, what should we say then? That Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, has found. For if Abraham were justified by his works, he has worked glory, but not before God. And what 
says in the scripture, Abraham believed God, and that was counted to him for righteousness. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that works not, but believes on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for him as righteousness. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputes righteousness without works. Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man who the Lord doesn't impute sin, but imputes righteousness to them instead. Amen. Comes this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or on the uncircumcision also. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for the righteousness, for his righteousness. But now... How is it then reckoned? Then in circumcision or uncircumcision, not circumcision, but in uncircumcision. He that received the sign of circumcision, the seal of righteousness, of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all of us in belief, whether we be circumcised or not. And the, and the father of circumcision to them that are not of the circumcision only, but also those of us that walk in the steps of our faith, our father of Abraham, which he had yet being uncircumcised, doing the right thing that God said to do, whether we understand what we're doing or not. Right. Amen. 6-1. What should we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace can then somehow have to abound? I hope not. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in our sin? Know you not that so many of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried by the, by, with him by the baptism of the death that like as Christ was raised from the dead so by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in an innocent life as resurrected from the dead yeah. too. Amen. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, knowing this, Amen. that our old man is crucified with him, the body of sin might be actually destroyed, that from now on we would not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being Raised from the death, dead dies, no more death has no more dominion over him. For that he died, he died in sin once, but he lives, he lives unto God. So likewise, you reckon yourselves to be indeed dead to sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness and of sin, but yield yourselves unto God. Amen. As those that have come alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of Righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you either. If you're not under the law, but you're under grace. 8.1. So there is therefore now no condemnation to those of us which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after our flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from that law of sin and death, as we just said. Amen. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, our flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh like us, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but have decided to walk after the Spirit. Amen. For they that are of the flesh are going to mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit are going to mind the things of the Spirit. How many of you are concerned about what's going to happen tomorrow? Be honest. Shouldn't. If you're walking after the Spirit, what? Hey, you're walking after the flesh, you're concerned what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm walking after the Spirit, what do I care? I guess I'll find out when I get there. 
wonder, you wonder why your mind so be, be draggled in with all this crap? Because you're always worried about what's coming and what's going to happen. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. No, it's not. What's tomorrow going to look like? Who gives a shit? Is not tomorrow going to be tomorrow? Yes. yes. Then let's worry about today. God said to you, worry about today's got enough worries, but so why are you worried about tomorrow? What, who, who cares? Well, I've got this list of things that I need to get done. Make your list. God will get them done. But why do you all of a sudden think, well, i got to do this, really? You, why, are you so desperate for an identity that you're going to go out and do these things to make yourself feel better, which only makes you feel like shit? Because you didn't listen, and then you come in here and I chew your butt out about Jesus. People go, well, I want to be a Christian. I want to do that, but I have all these things to do. I had a meeting set up today, wanted to get my eyes done, wanted to get, to, wanted to get down to my meeting. It was 11 o'clock here, 12 o'clock in, in, uh, at, at the Anaheim Stadium, okay? I'm like, can't get there from here, right? We then got my eyes done, got down there. He was, we walked in the door after us, okay? We had an appointment from noon to six. We were there for two hours, it was done. Came back home, but all the time in the world to do that and get ready for this, and even got a little bit of a cat nap. So I'm saying, why do I want to worry about what tomorrow looks like? But I'll be tickled with this how the world ends. Hindsight's 2020, right? I'll know when it's done. Me wanting to know before it even starts. Not much future now, but it can't seem to help you understand that. You keep thinking you need to know. It's like Daniel, I lost a sale. You knew what? Well, I know you didn't lose a sale. If it was yours, would you have lost it? No. no. So if it wasn't yours, how do you deem that you lost it? Was it yours to lose? So all of a sudden, the next day, oh, I got six sales. Well, there you go. Uh, were those yours yesterday? No, I didn't know they, even, know they existed. So this whole bullshit about what's yours and isn't yours, wouldn't it make some consideration where like God's in charge? But how foolish can that happen once? And then again, and then again, and then again, and then again before you go, damn, pastor's right. I'm trying to tell you, quit wasting your fucking time trying to figure out who you're going to be. Be that now. I watched you all Friday night have a hoot. Yeah. Be that now. Well, there's no music. I'll put the music on that. <laughs> Be that now. Be free. Just don't act like a damn fool. You act like a fool when you try to figure out how to be what you were that night without the music, I guess, or something, right? Why don't you just relax and let God be God and realize all you want to care about is being His? Amen. For they that have the flesh, mind the things of the flesh, but they that have the spirit, mind the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded, that means your version of <coughs> Christianity. I love Jesus, but this is how I want to do it. Will that be carnal? That be not him? Be carnally minded in an enmity is death, but the spiritual mind is life and peace. Because life and what? Peace. peace. What? Peace? Come on, man. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So that they that are in the flesh, uh-oh, cannot please God. You wonder why you're struggling? Hello? How many of you raised your hand when I said, who's worried about tomorrow? Every one of you. See me raise mine? No. No issues. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So the spirit of God dwells in you. But if any man not the spirit, you don't need to worry about it. You're not his anyway. Oh, that's the problem. Christ being you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. 
but of the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelling in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. Yeah. The spirit inside of you is going to get quicken you and raise you up. Not something you did, but that's one of your heads. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if through you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of a bondage to give fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we call Daddy. Amen. <laughs> the Spirit itself bears witness in our, with our spirit that our we are the children of God, and then are, as of children, then heirs and heirs of God, joint heirs of Christ, if that we've suffered with him, that we may also be glorified together with him. Amen. So I reckon the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us if you just let it. Amen. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Guess what you are? Creatures. Creatures. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly. We got subject to the rights to ourselves because of what Adam and Eve did. Not willingly. But by the reason of him who was subjected to the same, he's the one that said, okay, you want you on? Go ahead. But he also, same one that subjected them to that, is the same one that said, subjected us to hope by saying we have a Christ and a, and a Father that's going to bail us out of this mess if we'll just follow him. Amen. Because the creature itself is being delivered for the body of corruption. The glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know the whole creation groans and prevails and pain together in and out. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to with the redemption of our body. If we are saved by hope, and hope that is seen isn't hope. For what a man sees, why would you hope for that? <laughs> I'd hope we never do it again, maybe, but that's it, right? Likewise, the Spirit also helps. With our infirmities. We know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And he searches the hearts and knows what's the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession, intercession, I'm sorry, for the saints according to the will of God. He's either talking about what you what you really and truly need from God than what you think you need from God. So he's interceding on our behalf to God going, that dumbass doesn't know shit. Just give him this, Lord. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Romans 10 and 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel that they would, might be saved. That would be all Israel, spiritual Israel too. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. You all have an excitement about God, but not necessarily according because you know Him. Because you know He wouldn't need to worry about having excitement before God. He'd be excited all the time. Yes. Yeah, way of life, right? Yes. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, are going about to try to establish their own righteousness having not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God, have not humbled themselves for the mighty hand of God. For Christ is the end of the law for the righteous to everyone that believes. If I just submit myself to him, the law, the whole me doing it right or not doing right, gone. But the righteous which is of faith speaks on this wise, say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That's to bring Christ down. Who shall ascend? You think that's to bring Christ back up again to the dead. But what's it say? The word is near you. Near you, it's even in your mouth, it's in your heart. It's the word of truth, word of faith, which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, confess it and believe it, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, in you, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believes on him won't be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, neither the same Lord over all is rich 
and to all of us that call upon him, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall in fact be saved. Amen. 14, 12. So then every one of us shall give an account to, of himself to God. That might not be a fun meeting. So. <laughs> Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but let's judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or any occasion to fall in his brother's way. See, I know, and I'm persuaded by the Lord that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteems anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. So if my brother be grieved with thy meat, you walk now not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. See, I don't believe. I don't drink and I won't drink anymore. Not that I can't, not that I couldn't. I won't, not because I don't think I can handle it. I don't because I would never put a stumbling block in front of Because there's many of you, if you had one drink, it'd be all bad. You'd have, that, you'd have those inhibitions alleviated for a moment, and you'd be drunk as much as you could so you could keep doing the same stupid shit you used to do without a conscience anymore. So I'm going to stay apart from that. So I might, cause, might not cause any of my brothers and sisters to stumble by, by them not being able to handle those kinds of things. For those of you who have never been drunk before, to trust me, you never want to be. In fact, if you really want to be, I'll go, I'll go out and buy something. I'll get you all drunk and shit one night and let you wake up tomorrow morning, and you'll wish to God you were dead. And then maybe you'll go, yeah, fuck Pastor Tommy. You're going to need to learn a lesson. And they all think you know. You already think you know? Trust me. I've drank more than you all, but probably all of you put together, you don't want to know. Man, what it does. I remember the day that I started stuttering because I burned so many brain cells out. And you think that was easy to recover from? No. I quit drinking and slowly, by the grace of God, he gave it back to me and I don't stutter anymore. I do, it's very, very rare. I honored what he did, and I, and I thought I knew. I was good, right? And I was not getting drunk or I was oblivious every night. I just drank a lot and could drink a lot. Doesn't do anybody any good. You know? Some of you have a habit of, oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks and ask, you know, I'll cost you, you know, $4 every time you get a drink. Well, I used to spend that my first drink. And I don't know what I spent every night drinking. So, okay? No, no, no. So you, you, you have to learn a whole other way of life. And many of your students, she was done drinking, right? Yes. yes. Why? Because the only way you can keep yourself and deal with the truth in the moment is get drunk so you can say, well, I was drunk, but I didn't know any better. Yeah, really? Did you get drunk? Yeah. Then you knew what you were getting ready to go do. Yeah. You knew that. Don't bullshit yes. yourself. I am persuaded the Lord there's nothing unclean itself to him that steams. It'd be unclean to him, it is unclean. If any brother be grieved with my meat, now walk you charitably, destroy him not with any meat who Christ died. Let not your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is these things serves of Christ is acceptable to God and proved of men. So let us therefore follow the things which make for peace, the things which one might edify or encourage, lift up one another. Amen. First Corinthians 18. For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolishness. To us it saves the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So where's the wise? Where's the scribe? He just destroyed him. So where's this dispute of the world? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign. The Greeks seek after wisdom. We preach Christ crucified. And under that Jews is a stumbling block. And the Greeks is just foolishness. But unto them that are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, 
the power of God and Christ, the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is still stronger than men. For you see your calling, brother, how many, not many wise men of the flesh, not many noble, not many mighty are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and the, God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world, the things that are despised, as God chosen, yes, the things which are not to bring to nothing those things that are. So no flesh would ever then glory in his presence. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So how many of those things you need to go out and work on? None. You don't need to work on any of why they're already there. What you need to work on is not getting away. Okay? So you're working on trying to get them as you trying to do something he already gave you. You work, you're going to stand the hell out of the way. That's a full-time job for most of you. Yes. Right, Ezra? Yes. Right. Then according to his written, the glory, he that glory is letting glory in the Lord. Amen. Amen. 4.14. I'm sorry, 2. 2.1. And brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ is crucified. And I was with you in your weakness and fear and much trembling, and me too. And my speech was not with preaching, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but the demonstration of spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but it would stand what? In the power of God. Hmm. Does your faith stand in the power of God most of the time? It sure can. Why don't you join me and let's show the world what it looks like to walk in the power of God. How be we speak wisdom among them that are perfect? Yet not wisdom of this world, for nor the princes of this world that came to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God and mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world and of our glory. Hey, he had us in his mind before we even the world was beginning. Which none of the princes of this world knew, for if they had known it, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. But it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them to us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God, and then guess what he does? Teaches you, if you're walking in the Spirit. For what a man knows, the things of a man, say the Spirit of man, which is in him. Even so the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. But the natural man, dummy, receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Mm -hmm. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that now we can instruct him? Hmm, not likely. But I, we, us, we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Yes. Amen. 4.14 I write that, write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I want to warn you. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you have not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beg you, be followers of me. For this cause, I have sent you Timothy, who is my beloved son, and faithful to the word, who shall bring you in remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. And some are puffed up as though I would not come back. But I will come shortly, if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word. The kingdom of God is in power. What will he then? Shall I come unto you with a rod or in love? You pick. And in a spirit of meekness. 
6-9. Know you not that the unrighteousness, the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, idolaters, or adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall ever inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you but when you were washed. But now you're sanctified and you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Amen. It doesn't fix you up. Why are you messing up? Amen. 2 Corinthians 4. Verse 8. See, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're going through it sometimes, but nothing too much. Persecuted, but not the second cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Why? We got to keep dying daily because we don't die daily. Paul says, I die daily. Why? You need to die daily. We're all going to be die daily. You didn't get this messed up overnight. Yes. You're not going to get turned around being this messed up overnight. Change is a process, not an immediate event. You're going to have to let God change you by slow and surely. The life also just might be made manifest in our body. For we which are are, are going to live, are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death works in us, but life works in others. Right? Amen. Yes. 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, who have become a new creature, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become brand new. All things are God, who has reconciled himself, Christ Jesus, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, but instead imputing righteousness, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation, that we might help others find that righteousness. Amen. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beg you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Amen. He has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in and through him. Amen. 3.22. I'm sorry. Galatians 2.16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. Again and again and again we've said that, right? Yes. yes. But by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. Because we believe in him. And not by the works of the law. For the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if, while we seek to be justified with faith, by Christ, I'm sorry, we ourselves are also found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? Nope. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgression. Mm -hmm. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. My mm -hmm. choice. I, 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 because it's my, 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 my choice. Yes. Right. So I have chosen that I might be crucified with Christ, nevertheless I am going to live. Not though, yet not I, but Christ will live in me in the life which I now live in the flesh. I'm going to live it with the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And I am not going to frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came by something I could do, then Christ would be dead in vain. Yeah. Amen. 3.22. But the scripture has concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Christ might be given to them that believe. Mm. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up in the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Amen. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might then be justified by our faith. Okay. But after faith has actually come into you, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. We don't have to worry about the commandments of God brought us out of that. Galatians 5.16 This I say, then walk in the Spirit. 
and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you can't do the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. But if you be led to the spirit, you are not under that law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. They are to these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revel revelings, and the such like, and of which I have told you before, and I have also told you in time past. They that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace. Is that word peace again? Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, temperance. Against such things there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh, and all the affections and lusts with it. Guess that just kind of really smacks us around, huh? Yes. So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit then. But pretending we're not. Let us be desirous, not be desirous of vain glory, provoking more than envy one another. Let's get right with God's staring. Ephesians 1 3. Blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So if we're in Christ, we have all spiritual blessings. Whoa. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption of children by Christ back to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise and the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us, made us, made us, Amen. he has made us, accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us, us in all wisdom and prudence, and having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he, again for purpose, within himself. Jeez, he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this. And what are you doing? Yeah. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and on earth, even all in him. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Amen. That we should be to the praise of his glory, Amen. not ours, who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, maybe, the gospel of your salvation, hopefully, in whom after you believed, you got sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory. Amen. 4.17. This I say therefore, and I testify in the Lord, that from now on walk not as other worldly people walk in the vanity of their mind, mm -hmm. having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that's in them, because of the blindness of their heart, mm -hmm. who, being past feeling <laughs> have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness but you've not so learned Christ not for me anyway if so you've been heard him and been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus but that you would put off concerning the former conduct of the old man which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts and you might be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you might put on that new man which after God has been, re has been created in righteousness and actual true holiness. Amen. Amen. 5 1. So be you therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness 
Not, let it not even be once named among you as it's not becoming of a saint. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are obviously not convenient, but rather let's give thanks. For this you know, that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an adulterer has any inheritance again in the kingdom of Christ and of God. So let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Right. So be therefore partake, be there, be not therefore partakers with them. For you were sometimes darkness, but now your light in the Lord walk as the children of light. Amen. Amen. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what's acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of the things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is light. Wherefore he says, Awake you that are asleep, and arise from the dead, you dummies, and Christ will give you light. Yes. See, then you walk circumspectly, not dumb anymore, uh, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Speak yourselves in psalms of Him, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus, and submit yourself to one another in the fear of God. Amen. Amen. Philippians 1.3 I thank God upon my every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests of joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the day first day till right now and being confident of this very thing that he which has begun a good work in you is going to perform it continuously until the day of Jesus Christ even as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have you in my heart as much as both in my bonds and in defense of confirmation of the gospel you are all partakers of my grace for God is my record how greatly I long after you in the bowels of Jesus Christ and this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgment. That you may approve the things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and a, without offense until the day of Christ. Amen. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ under the glory. And again, the praise of God. Amen. Amen. 2, 12. Therefore, my brother, beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it's as God works in you, both to will and to do His good pleasure. Amen. To all things then without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a very crooked and very perverse nation among whom you're going to shine as lights in the world. Amen. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain, that I can see you and see my work wasn't for nothing. Be seven. What things were gained to me, I count as a loss for Christ. Yet in Dallas, I count all things but a loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as nothing that I might win Christ, and be found in him not having my own version of righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, that the righteousness which is of, the, is of God by faith, which is the faith of Christ, that I may know him, I might know the power of his resurrection, I might... Enjoy the fellowship of his suffering to be made conformable to his death. If, by any means, perhaps, I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. Amen. Not as though I'd already attained it, neither were already perfect, but I'm going to follow after those things as if I might apprehend for which things I'm apprehended of Christ. Amen. Brethren, I count not myself to have 
apprehended. But there's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to forget that crap from behind. Amen. And I'm going to look forth to the things that are before me. And I'm going to press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God Amen. in Christ Jesus. Amen. So let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything be otherwise minded, don't worry. God will even reveal that to us. Amen. Nevertheless, whereunto you've already attained. Let's walk by that same rule and let us mind that same thing. Let's not fall back from where we already are. Amen. Amen. Please. 4-4. Four, four. Rejoice, Lord, always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known in men, all men, that the Lord is in fact at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, he'll keep your hearts and he'll keep your minds through Christ Jesus. So finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatever just, whatever pure, whatever are lovely, whatever are of good report, if there be any virtue in them, if there be any praise, please think on these things. Amen. And those things which you have both learned and received, and I got both learned and received and heard. <laughs> Gotta add that to these two things. Oh, yeah, then I want you to hear those two things. <laughs> and seeing me do, and the God of peace shall be with you yes. also. Amen. Colossians 1 9. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. We desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord and of all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, the patience and long suffering will drive us, giving thanks to God, which has made us be, be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of life. He paid our way, yeah. mm. who delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, yeah. in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of all of our sins. Amen. Amen. Three, three, one. So if then you be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. And those, set your affection on those things that are above and not on the things of the earth. For you are dead and your life is hidden with Christ and God. So when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. So mortify or kill that member that are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil sexual desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake, the wrath of God's coming upon the children of disobedience, in which you also walked sometime when you lived in them. Mm -hmm. But now, put off all of these two, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Yeah. Lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off that old man and all of his deeds, and you put on the new man, which is renewed the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Whether it's neither Greek or Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbarian, sin, bond, or free of Christ is all and in all. Amen. So put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any other, even as Christ forgave you, also do you forgive. And above all these things, put on unconditional love, which is the bond of perfectness. Let the peace of God then rule in your heart, to which also you've been called into one body, and then be thankful for that. Two, Amen. let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Did we say that before? Exactly, that's right. Yeah. And whosoever, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, by him. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians 2, 1 Thessalonians 2.1. 
yourselves, brother, know our entrance into you that was not in vain. But even after we had suffered, before we were shamefully entreated, as you know at Philippi, we were bold in our God speaks to you the gospel of God with much contention. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor of guile. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak not as pleasing men, but God, which tries our hearts too. For neither at any time usually flattering words, as you know, nor as a cloak of covetousness, God is in fact a witness against that. Nor of men sought we glory, neither of you, nor yet of others. We, when we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ, but we were gentle among you, even as a nurse that cherishes their children. Mm -hmm. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you, not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls, mm -hmm. because you were dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and travail for laboring night and day, because we would not be charged with any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. You are our witnesses, and God also, how we holily and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. As you know how we exhorted and covered and charged every one of you, as a father does his children, that you might, because of these things, walk worthy of God, Amen. who has called you into the kingdom and the glory. Because I've done what I've done, that you might actually get it. Second Thessalonians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God, Father, Lord. Jesus Christ, we're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, mm -hmm. as it is necessary. Because your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you towards one another is abounding. Mm -hmm. So that we ourselves glory in you, the churches of God, for your patience and your faith in all the persecutions and tribulations that you endure. Amen. Which is by the way, a manifest over the righteous judgment of God that you have become worthy of the kingdom of God for which you have suffered. Mm -hmm. Seeing it's a righteous thing with God to repay tribulation to those that troubled you. Amen. So you who were troubled, rest with us when Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels and a flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and those that did not obey the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Right. Who then shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and for the glory of his power. When he then shall become, be glorified in the saints and be admired in all of us that believe because our testimony among you was, in fact, believed in that day. Amen. So wherefore we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of his calling, fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness, and the work of faith with power in you, that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified you and you in him, according to the grace and divine influence of our God and of the Lord, Savior Jesus. Amen. 1 Timothy 1, 5. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and a faith sincere, mm -hmm. which some have swerved, having turned aside into vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whatever they affirm. But we know that the law is good if this man is going to use it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for righteous men, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly, for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murders of fathers and murders of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of our blessed God, was this committed to my trust. Mm -hmm. Ouch. He gave me all those things for all you nasty people. Verse 66. But godliness with contentment is great gain. We brought nothing into this world. It's pretty certain we're going to carry nothing out. And especially we're not going to carry it. We're going to carry it out with us. We're not going to carry it. But we brought nothing into this world. Pretty certain we're carrying nothing out. Having food and clothing, let us therewith be content. For they who be rich are going to fall into temptation and a snare into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in perdition and... and 
destruction. For the love of money is going to be the root of all evil, which while some covered after they erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many, many sorrows. Mm -hmm. But you, oh man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Lay hold on eternal life. Where you've been called and professed a good profession before many witnesses already. I give you charge of the sight of God who quickens all things and before Christ who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that you will keep his commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this second time. Amen. Which in times past he shall show you who is the blessed and only royal, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only has immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, which no man has seen nor can see to him and him alone is honor and power. Everlasting. Amen. Amen. Second Timothy 1 3. And I thank God, whom I serve with my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing, I have a remembrance of you in my prayers night and day. Greatly desire to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that's in you, that dwelt in your grandmother and your mother, I am now persuaded that it's also in you. Therefore, I put your remembrance that you stir up the gift of God that is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given to us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. Amen. So be you there not for ashamed of the gospel, the testimony of our Lord, nor me, his prisoner, but be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, mm -hmm. who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. It was given to us before the world was created. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with it? Yeah. But it's now to be made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Amen. For do I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles? For this cause, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I believed, and I'm persuaded he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. So hold fast is the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ. That good thing which was committed unto you, keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in both of us. Amen. 22, 2.22. Flee you also, youthful lust, and follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace. With all of them that call upon the name of the Lord with a pure heart. But foolish and unknown questions avoid, knowing they're just going to cause strife. And be the servant of the Lord, must not, be must not strive, but be gentle to all men, apt to teach, be patient in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if perhaps God will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. And they that recover themselves, they may recover themselves, out of the snare of the devil who has taken them captive at his own will. For one. So I charge you, therefore, before God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick of the dead of his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time is going to come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. But you watch in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist, and make full proof of your ministry. Amen. Titus 2.11 For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men 
teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and that glorious appearing, the great God, our Savior, Jesus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority and let no man despise thee, even though you are peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> Hebrews 2.1 Therefore we ought to give more heed, earnest heed, to the things which are we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Whoops. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, and now was confirmed to us by them that heard him? So God, also bearing them witness, both in signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. How shall we mess that up? Let's not do that. Yeah. Hebrews 10, verse 15. Where the Holy Ghost also witnessed to us, for after that he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. And where now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. So if you remit, get those things, and you walk away, there's no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us, through the veil that is today through his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Amen. Let us then hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful as promises. Let that let us consider one another to provoke and to love and good works, not forsaking the assembling ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. Amen. Go to eleven and one. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the word worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen are not made of the things which do appear. 12.25 See that you then refuse not him that speaks. For if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, and now he is promised, saying, Yet, once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things which are shaken as the things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. James 1.12. So blessed is that man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, he'll receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him, that no man then say when he is tempted, I'm tempted for God, for God tempts no man with evil, neither does he, I mean, tempts, it's not tempted with evil, neither does he tempt any man. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust, enticed, and when then lust conceives, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it's finished, brings forth death. So do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, and every perfect gift, is from above, coming down from our Father of lights, with whom there is no variables, neither shadow of turning. His own will did he help us be born again, with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Amen. 3.13. Now who is the wise man and endowed with knowledge among you? Let him show it out of a good conduct his works with right. meekness and wisdom. Yeah. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. Mm -hmm. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. 
But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And the fruit of, the, of righteousness then is sown in peace of them that make peace. Amen. Amen. Go down to verse 5, 4, 5. Do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells in us lusts to envy? But he that gives more grace, therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn, weep, let your laughter be turned to mourning, your joy to heaviness. But, most importantly, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and then he will lift you up. Amen. First <coughs> Peter 1, 3. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus, which is according to his abundant mercy, has helped us become born again into a living hope of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Amen. To an inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled, that fades not away, reserved in heaven just for you. Who? Amen. You, who are kept by the power of God through faith and salvation, ready to reveal this last time. Wherein, you're going to greatly rejoice, though now it may be for a season, you're in heaven as a matter of temptation. The trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold, that precious though it be tried to fire, might be found in praise and honor and glory in you at the appearing of Jesus. Amen. Whom having not seen you love, and whom now you still see him not, since you believe, you rejoice with a joy that is unspeakable, and you receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Verse 22. Seeing that you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and into sincere love of the brethren, see that you love one another with that pure heart passionately, being once again born again, not a corruptible seed, but an incorruptible, by the word of God which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is the grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. Grass withers the flower, and is going to fall away. But the Lord, the word of the Lord endures forever. Mm-hmm. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Mm-hmm. All the things we've taught you, right? Yes. yes. For one, for as much that as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. For he that suffered in the flesh shall has ceased from sin. But be he be no longer should live the rest of the time in the flesh, but of the lusts of men, but he would live from now on to the will of God. Mm-hmm. For the time is past time past our life has sufficed for us to rot the will of the Gentiles we walked in lasciviousness, lust, in excess wine, revelings, banquetings, abominable adulteries, were they thinking strange? We won't run with them anymore, thinking we're gonna speak evil of us. Mm-hmm. How dare they not run with us anymore? Mm-hmm. So much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the Spirit. Yes. The end of all things is in fact at hand, so be you therefore sober and watch in a prayer. And above all these things, have fervent, passionate charity amongst yourselves, for charity will shall, shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, so let him minister one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Amen. Second Peter 1. Simon Peter is serving an apostle of Jesus to them that have obtained the like precious faith with us to the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus. So grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Amen. According as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness that through the knowledge of him that has called and raised us to glory and virtue. He gave us all those things that we could. Amen. Hereby we are given these exceedingly great precious promises. That we can be partakers of 
the divine nature, escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. Mm-hmm. Beside these things, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, and knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, and patience, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and they abound, they will make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus. But he that lacks these things is blind, mm-hmm. still cannot see afar off, and has forgotten what has been purged from his old sins. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, the rather, brother, give diligence to make that calling and election you receive sure. For if you do these things, you shall never, ever, ever fall. Amen. For so an interest shall be ministered to you abundantly to the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus. Amen. 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 Three one. The second epistle, beloved, I now write to you, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which are spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandment of this apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come the last eight scoffers walking after their own God us, and saying, Where is this so called promise of his coming? So since the fathers fell asleep, all these things continue as they were from the beginning till now. For this they are willing and ignorant of, by the word of God, the heavens revolt and the earth, standing out of the water and into water, whereby the world that was then was being overflowed with the water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserving its fire against that day of judgment and perdition of the ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is as a day. The Lord's not slack concerning his promises. But, as some in my kind of slackness, but as long-suffering to us, not only that any of us should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Hello? <laughs> but the day of the Lord is going to come as a thief of the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. Earth also and the works therein shall be burned up. Burned up. <laughs> Flaming fire taking vengeance and burning up. Seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought you to be in a holy conduct and godliness? Looking forward, hastening to the coming the day of God, where the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall melt with the firm heat. But nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for that new heavens and that new earth, where it dwells righteousness. Amen. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, make sure you're diligent that you may be found of him in that peace, without spot and with blameless. Two one. John two one. By the little show of these things, I write to you that you sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate of the Father, Jesus the righteous. He's a propitiation for the sins of not ours only, but also the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. But he that says, I know him, doesn't keep his commandments, is a liar. Whoso keeps his word, though, in him, then is truly the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we're in him, because he that says he abides in him on him walk just as Jesus walks. So we'll know that he is by his fruit. Mm-hmm. 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world passes away, and the lusts are up, but he that dwells, excuse me, he that does the will of God is going to abide forever. Amen. 24. Let that therefore abide you, which you then heard from the beginning. If that which you've heard from the beginning does, does and shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. Amen. And this is the promise that's made and promised us even eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning them that try to seduce you and fool you. The anointing which you have received of him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you of all things, and the truth is no lie. Even as it has been taught you, you shall abide then in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear to you, we may have confidence and be not ashamed before him is coming. If we know that he is righteous, 
you know that everyone that does righteousness is born of him. Yeah. So behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, and we should be called the sons of God, the children of God. Therefore the world knows us not because it didn't know him. So beloved, now we are the children of God, and it's not yet appeared what we shall be. But we do know that when he shall appear, we should be like him, for we should see him as he is. For every man that has this hope within himself purifies himself, even as he is pure. My little children, let us not love the word and the tongue, but indeed the truth. Hereby we know the word of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him, for our heart condemns God, is greater than our heart, and knows all things. Mm-hmm. Blood of our heart condemns not, but we can have confidence towards our God. Mm-hmm. So whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. If we have confidence towards God, we're doing the right thing, and we're doing the things that are pleasing in his sight, we can have confidence in our God. Know, know that whatever we ask, we receive it, because we keep his commandments, and we do the things that are in fact pleasing in his sight. Amen. Mm-hmm. And this is the commandment that we should believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave his commandment. Mm-hmm. And he that keeps this commandment dwells in him, and he turns around and dwells in him. And hereby we know that he abides in us because of the spirit that he's given to us. Fruit. Five one. Whosoever believes that Jesus Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him, that God loves him, also has begotten him. That is born of him is also one that have been born of him, right? Yes. 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 For this we know that we have a love that we love the children of God because we keep his commandments. And this is the love of God that we might keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Mm-hmm. So whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Isn't that cool? Yes. So if you're gonna be born of God, you overcome the world. When? Now. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Let's do it today. Why? I wanna overcome the world. Amen. Okay. And that's that victory that overcomes the world even our faith. For who, who is he that overcomes the world when he that believes in Jesus is the son of God? Verse 9, receiving witness of men, the witness of God is still greater. For this is the witness of God that he has testified of his son. That he, belie- he that believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. Mm-hmm. He that believes not, God has made him a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave of his son. And this is, in fact, that record that God has given to us eternal life, that eternal life is in his son. Mm-hmm. So he that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. These things they've written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, in case you missed it the first time, that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. <laughs> this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He'll hear us. Amen. If we know that He hears us, we also know whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of Him. Mm-hmm. We know that, verse 18, whosoever is born of God sins not, but he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one can't touch him. We know that we're of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. Oh boy. And we know the Son of God has come and has given to us an understanding that we might know how wicked the world is. Yeah. That we may know in Him that we, that is true. And we also know that we're in Him that is true. Even in His Son, Jesus. And this is the true God. And this is eternal life. So little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. 17 of Jude. But beloved, you know why I keep reading this? Because this is powerful. Beloved, remember the words which were spoken before the apostles of the Lord and Savior, how they told yeah. you there should be these mockers on us last time, mm-hmm. who should walk after their own ungodliness, who they be those who separate themselves, sensual, not having the Spirit. But you, beloved, build up yourselves your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Ghost, Amen. and keep yourselves in the love of God. Amen. <laughs> Looking for the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus unto eternal life. And help those around you. Some have compassion, making a difference, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Amen. Now, 
now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Him who is able to present you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy. To him, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. 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 There's your message. Father, we come before tonight and say thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. You are guiding us, leading us, teaching us, Father, some of the deeper and greater things that are available to us in this life. And we give you praise and thanks and honor and glory. And ask, Lord God, you would uh, help us uh, process through some of this foolish stubbornness we have, Lord God. We would take up this baton you're offering us to run this race. And we would run with all our heart to, to grasp you. Not running as we run in the flesh, America. But that we would run with you in the spirit, knowing the Lord God that we are found in Christ and Christ is doing the running. So we praise, thanks, Lord, and glory for all that you're guiding us and leading us and teaching us as our Savior, as our teacher, as our Messiah and deliverer. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.